I understand circumstances, but I'm going to push back a little bit where you said that everybody, you know, basically can't do it. I believe everybody can. Mm. There's resources out here to get the F out. There's resources, right? And so we just have to be we just have to dig in deep and you're so right. Like um, a few weeks back, I had a conversation on this platform about how we ignore our gut feelings and how it gets us in trouble because that is literally your God voice. The God, God is like, baby girl, Mm -hmm. he is my son. I get it, but he is not the one I have for you. Let me work on him, but you gotta go. This is not, you cannot be with this man. You cannot be in a situation. Your success will be limited. And I see success as also your happiness, your joy, your spirit. It's not even about financial gain, right? Um, But we will get into that because that matters too. So you're 17 at this time when you were like, you picked up your son and you left? That was at 21. You go, Cena. I was 21, yeah. No, that's right. And so how did you, did you have a plan or you literally just got up and left and was like, I'm gonna figure it out? Or just like, where did you go? Your mom is in the cold, like what happened? My whole, my whole life was in there. Like my whole life was in there. I just, I didn't have a plan. I just knew it wasn't the right, I knew it wasn't right. I knew it wasn't God. I knew it wasn't like. I said, how did you wake up this morning? What's up, girl? My name is Rika, and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me. Hello, I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's Neuro Linguistic Programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? (laughs) All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community, and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there, all right? I am not a licensed therapist. So I am not to replace a therapist, but I will say this, a lot of my clients, they have me as their coach. And then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yeah, it's just me and you right here, hey, (laughs) will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you. On Instagram, I am just me, Rika. And of course, I will put my name in the show notes. All right, that's it. I'm your host, Rika, and let's get into the episode. This is Single You, the podcast. My name is Rika, and without further ado, let's bring the person that um, is going to be having this conversation with me today about the topic, how having the wrong man can limit your success, okay? So her name is Cena Martin Chandler. She is my business bestie. Uh, we have the same business coach. And when I tell you, we were like, yo, we need to go on this ride together. Because this building a business life is hard. Rewarding, 
but it's hard. So uh, Sina, who you see on the screen now, is a mom of two boys. She's an author and a producer. And Sina helps. So her line specifically is she helps health coaches who have scaled fast onboard, hire, and train their first community manager. Sina, thank you. Welcome to the stage. Yes. Thank you for having me, Rika. Hello. <laughs> I heard you giggling when I said building a business is hard. but Ma'am, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> We need each other. I'm telling you, CNN and yes. I check in with each other. We make sure we do that. How are you doing? How are your clients doing? Um, and everything, because you are, I truly believe that, um, that saying, you are the five people you surround yourself with. So I always want to be having constant conversations on how to better ourselves, not, not just in the business, but just in our life, right? Yeah. And um, so I have you on today. And Sina, mm. <laughs> mm. when I... So I've said this before on my show, before I have people on, I always send them a questionnaire because I kind of want to see where they are when it has to do with relationships and what they've been through and everything. Um, because I'm always looking for the story, the angle um, that will help who I believe um, the women who are on my platform are, who are watching me. And when you sent me your answers back, I said, Cena, we don't have to do this. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is, you got a story, baby. And, and this is, Oddly enough, I guess sadly enough, I actually know two people, you and, and this other girl who kind of have a similar story, mm. um, especially when it has to do with being in a cult and everything. And so we're going to get into that conversation. Yes. And then there is a happy ending. <laughs> You're married now and your husband is uh, wonderful, at least from what I understand. He is the bomb. Amazing. Right. She's like, no, you, girl, <laughs> that's my baby. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and how he's actually really aided in helping you uh, build your business and stuff. And yeah. um, so we're going to get into that conversation. So let's start with the first question that I ask everybody. And Cena's answer is going to be very different than what you've heard on this platform before. So the first question I have for you, you know it, girl. Has anybody ever had a conversation with you about what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship? No. And I actually had conversations around how to build unhealthy relationships and why I, as a woman, needed to stay in them. What? Okay, you just... <laughs> <laughs> I want you to say that again. I want you to say that again. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. No, no, I never had a conversation around what healthy relationships look like. I actually had conversations given to me about why I needed to stay in unhealthy relationships to support the man why you need it i just want i just want that to i just feel like we need to sit on that in a minute and it makes me tear up like this mm -hmm. is why i do what i do because that's so sad to me that the people that you grew up with and surrounded yourself with and we're going to get into it literally told you you need to stay in this relationship regardless because you need to help this man yes ma'am very much so um yeah let's go into that why yeah. what yes I'll break it down. So um, you may or may not be familiar with um, the Hebrew Israelite camps, churches, mm -hmm. the guys that are on a corner usually in like full garb and they're yelling and screaming and all of that. Right. So um, I actually was raised in one of those particular churches. Right. And can you still hear me? Okay, okay, okay. I just like okay. to mute my mic sometimes to give you your spotlight. Okay. <laughs> uh -huh. okay, so I was actually raised from the age of, we went into there when I was, um, gosh, I was eight 
going into nine. So we'll say nine until about 21. Um, I was there and I went, I was raised in the Philadelphia church. Anybody knows I'm, I'm shouting y'all out. I don't care. Philadelphia, ICGJC is a white church of God and Jesus Christ. That is the church I was raised in um, very abusively. And um, my unique perspective from being a part of this and why I was taught what I just said was because I was actually the daughter of one of the leaders of the church. So not only was I in the cult, I was the daughter of one of the people who were in charge of the whole thing. Stepdaughter, because he married my mom. Okay. So I want to make sure, because I want to be able to, if I ever spot these men, because you're saying that this cult, the Hebrew lights, are still out and about recruiting people. Very much so. They're, wow. they're very much so. And they will specifically target you if you have young children. If you have young girls, young daughters that are impressionable, if you are, if you have ever been in an abusive relationship, if you're searching for God because you you feel really broken, especially now, COVID, things are going on, people are searching for answers, um, they will pray and they will target. And that was the situation with my mom. My mom um, had a lot of mental health um, issues, things that happened to her as a child that carried over into her adulthood. She was preyed upon, targeted, and recruited. Yeah, yeah. And so your mom, if you were nine, your mom was young. Maybe she was what in her late twenties or early thirties or thirties around yeah. her thirties. Yeah. 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 And so they recruit her into this cult, which by the way, if you're just tuning in, um, especially on Instagram, I know you can't see Cena's face. Um, but if you want to go to facebook.com slash single you Academy, then you'll be able to um, see her beautiful face. Um, <laughs> and today's topic, we are discussing how having the wrong man can limit your success. And we've already hit, that's point number one. <laughs> so these people recruit your mother. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you're already learning that it doesn't matter if the relationship is happy or not. You are there to serve this man. Very much so. I so, was told that was my key to salvation. That was my key to God loving me was what I was taught since nine. Yeah. Wow. Yes, so ma'am. Right. So obviously when you're nine, you don't know this is happening, right? You're just following mom or what yeah. have you. Um, so your mom gets married to this man. And so what are the things that you saw growing up that really affected the way that you thought relationships should go? Um, yeah. because I always ask, and I, and I know I've asked you, um, on the questionnaire that I sent you, you know, um, do you know the difference between healthy, hard versus dysfunctional where I assume you wouldn't know because they're telling you this is your literal salvation yeah. is determined by if you serve this man or not. So yeah, so what are the things that you saw that you know today, you and your husband, would ne you would never allow in your relationship? The first thing is multiple wives. The first thing is bringing other women into the relationship and I had no say so. Um, that was number one. The, what you would see the equivalent of is like cheating or sneaking around or like the side piece girl, they call that their other wife. So their version of other wife is going and picking up somebody that they met at a club, met at a party, creeping around with on the side. And now all of a sudden she's at the dinner table with us and he's saying, this is my other wife and we don't know her. Like I've literally had women come stay the night with me and my mom who I didn't know because my stepfather said that was his wife. So that's the first thing, just allowing no boundaries to be the normal of your marriage. Yeah. And this is why we have to be careful. And I say this a lot now on my platform, especially when, well, I'm starting to say it a lot now. Um, 
uh, with being bold in what I say because a lot of people love to message me and ask me questions about how I feel about Kevin Samuels or whatever guru man yes. is talking about relationships. And I'm like, listen, y'all have to stop looking to people to help you define how you want to date. You need to look within, maybe read some books, get a coach, get a, me, the coach, get a mentor, and you get to define it because I don't teach my, that's why I don't call myself a dating coach. I'm not going to teach you how to date. Mm. I'm just here to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you don't want to be disrespected by having him cheat on you every third Wednesday or saying he has an other wife, then I'm going to hold you accountable to that and I'm going to help you strengthen that muscle. So... As you're seeing this growing up, and this is one of the dangers of dating the wrong men, listening to the wrong men. So you're seeing this as a nine, 10, 11, 12 year old. How is that affecting you? Do you even know at that time? Like this is truly no. affecting me. No, wow. it, it literally like destroyed my self-esteem. I had no self-esteem by 11, by 12 middle school, I, I completely, I used to go on diets because I was told at 13, I needed to be skinny for a man to love me. So I was dieting while my friends were going to middle school, right? Like just trying yeah. to figure out what they wanted to do in life. And so what it was doing to me was it was total mind control. Um, it was totally breaking me down as a person. I didn't see my worth or my value at all. And me and you have had these conversations yeah. in yeah. business of claiming our prices, raising our rates, all the stuff we need to like be successful business women. You know, that's what was stripped. And, yeah. and, and that's kind of the goal is to like break you down as a woman. So you will allow anything um, in support of that man. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. If he, if this is what he is trying to get out of you. And so I want you to, you're listening to this, you're watching this live or maybe in the, re um, in the replay or you're listening on Single You, the podcast. Again, the topic is how having the wrong man can limit your success, right? So mm -hmm. of course, you may not be in a cult, but that dude that you are continuing to minimize yourself for, walk on eggshells for, um, trying to set a boundary, but then you don't keep it, you break your rules for him because I love him. Mm -hmm. He's doing the same thing to you. You are literally, he's breaking you down. He is wearing you out. So then you'll just be there as a body. Like I, some men just like to have that type of control. And obviously they think this is some religious weird thing that they yeah. deserve. <laughs> yeah. Um, so of course they're going to break you down. So then all you do is look up to them and say, yes, sir. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I heard you say like you would, you were in middle school and you were going to school. So were you, did you have outside contact then? So you went to like a regular school or did they have the school? Okay, so I went to, so the way it works with them is I went to regular school, but um, you're not allowed to have contact with anybody outside of them. So the only contact is like go to school, come home, right? So yeah. I was I was pulled away from my grandmother who, my grandmother and my, and my grandfather, they raised me up until my mom came and got me and took yeah. me into church. So all contact with family members was cut off. I didn't start talking to my family again until I was in my 20s. They didn't even know where we were. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, all of that was cut off. I was allowed to go to a regular school, however, and I, I told you I was going to tell the whole story. So yeah. um, <laughs> that almost didn't happen because another belief that they have, and this is another way, this is another reason I said, be careful with these men. Like you said, whether they're in a cult or not, you don't know all what they're into. So my particular situation, these men were also into young girls. So I was almost married off between like 10 and 15, at least 10 different times. I would have gotten pulled out of my school and shipped to a whole nother state. And my mom, all she would have said was, whatever you want, sure, take her. Sure, take her. Uh, this, uh, excuse my ignorance and just 
being flabbergasted. I, you, you have said that before to me, and so I want to kind of stick there for a second. So they are trying to marry you off at 10, 11, and 12. How is your mother stopping this, or how are you stopping it? How is this not, how are you not, how are you here right now, Sina? The most high, God, right. that's how I'm here for his, his protection. But what happened was one of the other wives, actually, she took me as, she took me under her wing and she really became my mom. She went to my stepdad and said, you're not touching her. Whatever, what you're trying to do, shut it down. She's going to school. She's staying in Philly. Yeah. Leave, you're not doing it. So that protection came um, from her. But my mom was so wrapped up in this man. She was so willing to do whatever he wanted her to do. She was so willing to say yes that I could have very easily been in a whole nother state and trafficked, to be honest. And that yeah. I have seen happen to girls that I grew up with, girls that I was friends with in that church whose parents are still there to this day yeah. and who, who are still members to this day because they won't break away from these toxic, evil men and yeah. what they want them to do. Yeah. yeah, because unfortunately, when nobody has um, the conversation with you, right? So, yeah, it's a lot. Not, right not not only did nobody have the conversation with you your mom is having some health issues so she is it's even hard to save somebody when they're hmm. yeah. and i don't want to i don't want to disrespect your mom but i'll just say when when she's not in her right mind right yeah so, she wasn't she wasn't yeah and so it's like you as a woman watching this count your blessings that you may have not sorry somebody's calling me even though you may have not had the conversation at least you weren't in a cult but you are still sitting here letting a man dictate your relationship yeah that's basically what's happening in cults right that's that's what's happening and so you think you're listening and you think oh well that's not happening to me what happened to cena but it is though yeah if every time listen cena and i know you've heard my story before but i've literally had to i had to call my friend scott and tell him we couldn't be friends anymore in front of my ex because he told me if you truly loved me that's what you would do and so when mm. that mindset that i used to have was well men get to dictate the relationship and i felt so naive in relationships because i never was like super serious with men until i got to like my mid 20s and stuff like that and so yep. because i was trying to get this goal in life which is get married and have kids so i'm just like well they say the guy pursues you men are the hunters like all of these stupid cliche sayings we have and nobody actually sits down with you to say baby girl yes this is what it looks like this is what narcissism controlling yes. um disrespectful toxic ass relationships look like stop letting society and men dictate your life yes exactly and it's, it's and i have to say it it's even yeah. worse with like black women it's even worse with us because we just get the bottom of the totem pole and we're told well if you know you want him to love you you better lose some weight you better make sure you take care of his, his you know give him some money when he asks for it you got a good man what you're complaining about it's like why do we have to accept bottom of the barrel what about yeah. our importance what yeah. about our chair? What about us being cherished? What about us being loved? And so I had to relearn that because I learned none of that in there. Right. And we're definitely going to get there. And listen, don't even don't even get me started on as black women. That's in our DNA from slavery like that, unfortunately, is one of the there's a lot of negatives, obviously, from slavery. But one of them is us feeling like I am just here to be your workhorse. Yes. And tell me what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to take care of the kids. I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to take care of Massa. I'm going to take care. Look at what's happening with Simone Biles and yes, Naomi exactly. Osaka. They are trying to break that tradition. No, baby. 
I'm not here to make you anything. <laughs> we can we can come together as one and try to ascend together. Yep. But me trying to make you into something, I'm not doing that anymore. And that's what we as black women, especially when, when we think, well, I'm a good woman. And, and when we have this religiosity over our head mm -hmm. about what we think a good Christian woman is, because yes, you were in a cult, but let me tell you how mm -hmm. Christianity turns us into that as well. Like, well, if I don't get the guy, if I don't get my Boaz, then that means I am less than. Mm. Like, there's just, just this warped thought process about what marriage means and what being with a man means that makes you into somebody who gets walked all over. Yes. Okay, so let's go, because girl, I said, that's what I said. Don't get me talking about <laughs> slavery and being black, because we're just gonna be on this DNA stuff for a minute. Okay. So you're in this cult, you're seeing all of these things. Okay. Yeah. Thank God for that woman who was like, no, no, I, I yes. don't even know where she got. Do you know where she got her strength from? Because obviously if she's in this cult, she's also being disrespected. Why do you know? Why have you had a conversation with her about why she decided to cover you? Yeah. In depth. We've talked about yeah. it. She, yeah. She also went through the experience and of, of of watching herself being broken down in there. Yeah. But when it came to us, like her kids, and she took under her wing, she said, "Okay, it stops here. I'm not gonna allow that to happen." To so she kind of took what she what happened to her and she stopped it. She stopped it right right. That was the end of it. Mm -hmm. And so she just was like, "I'm not allowing this to happen to her too." Mm -hmm. And she didn't allow it to happen to, to me. She didn't allow it to happen to my, my little sister. She has a, a 70 year old daughter. Like she didn't allow it to happen to any of us. So I just- While she's not allowing this to happen, is she still in the cult? Is she being abused? No, because, oh, she, she, left. she left, but before she protected me first and then she left. Okay. That's how that happened. But when, and when she left, she didn't leave with you? No, well, she left before me actually. Mm. Yeah, she, she got out before I did. Um, okay. I'll get to how I got out and how I left because that's when yeah. I went into meeting my husband, and okay. that was a whole experience. But I just, I really wish that more. That's why I think the work that you're doing is so important because if more women could wake up and really realize like what's happening and what what you're sacrificing to find love, to have a happy relationship or whatever you call it, it's like they would start protecting the ones that are coming after you, the ones who are yep. watching you let this man treat you like yep. shit. Like, I'm sorry, I just gotta. No, girl, I'm a customer. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. you would stop it. You don't realize you're teaching your daughter, you're teaching your niece, you're teaching the ones who are watching you how to not have boundaries, how to not be loved and not be respected. We have to stop it at some point. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, oh my gosh, there's so many ways we could go. Um, but I like to stick to about 45 minutes to an hour. And so I do want to get to now how you got out. And and before we do that, you know me, if you listen to my podcast, you're on my platform, I always like to prove my point. Yes. So my client, my ideal client, see, she thinks, well, I have my life together. I'm paying my mortgage. I'm so, I'm badass, I'm I-N-D-E-P, I'm independent, I'm doing all of this, I'm a boss chick, I'm da-da-da-da-da. But then over here, in your love life lane with this man that you continue to deal with is disrespecting you constantly. You're constantly minimizing yourself. You're constantly trusting he will change because he says, well, baby, you know I love you, my bad. And he never changes, but you keep taking him back. 
and you feel like trash. You are tired, right? But you think that you should stick by him because I love him. Yeah. I want you to understand that just because you're not in a cult does not mean that you did not go through and are not going through the same thing that Cena went through. See, because we think, and this is what I th thought, between 2015 and 2017 when I lost my damn mind, I don't know where it went, but I got it back. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't think I was being abused because he wasn't hitting me. So, mm. you know, especially if you're a millennial, we grew up in the 90s where we saw everything from baby boy to this and that, boys in the hood. And so yep. what that taught us was as long as he wasn't hitting us, we're not being abused. And I, your society, your thoughts, stop gaslighting yourself. I had a whole episode a few uh, weeks back called, are you gaslighting yourself just mm. to be with him? Cause see, you think that men are just gaslighting you and they're the evil ones and they're this and that, but outside of a cult, you have choice. Yeah. You have choice and you are constantly going, well, he'll change. It'll get better. And you're on this struggle bus of love for what? Yeah. For what? Bella says, yes, girl, we have to change our minds. Mindy, how are you, sweetheart? Yes, I'm doing great. Um, okay, so do me a favor if you're watching this, please share this video. I see a lot of shares already, um, but please, please, please share my videos. If you have been on my, if you've been following me for the past, when did I start? End of 2018 was when I got my first client. You know my message, right? I am here to help the woman who needs to hear that singleness is not a punishment, that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status, that you can have true joy as a single woman. I'm not against marriage. Cena is married and we're about to get into um, her relationship and how this being in this cult affected her and then now how her and her husband are popping now. Hey, hey. <laughs> about to get into that because I'm so glad that the story, this chapter of your relationship cycle ends well. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, so yeah, share this video. If you're watching on Instagram and you want to see Cena's face, you're going to have to go to facebook.com slash single you academy um in order to see her face um actually right now what i'll do is i'll just flip the camera one time cena wave at everybody this is cena this is who i'm talking to um and we are uh, gonna continue the conversation so here we go all right so she leaves that woman who is your saving grace mm -hmm. end up not getting married off by the grace of god i'm just yes. blessing that woman right now wherever she may be I, 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 do you still talk to her yeah we okay, still yeah. communicate all the time Give her a hug for me because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have my business bestie sitting right here with me. So <laughs> praise God for her. So how old are you? When is the, what's the breaking point? Tell that story. What led up to you being like, you know what? Yeah, this is, this yeah. is, this is some bull. So basically, um, so I have my son, so I wall out, right? And this is what, how I led to the bad relationships. Obviously I had no foundation of what a good relationship looked like. So I just started dating anything that was walking, right? Mm -hmm. So um, basically, you know, that happens. I go off on a whirlwind and um, I have my, I have my first son. And that is when the, the breaking point started to unravel because, yeah. you know, I started saying, well, I, like, why am I in here with my, I, why am I in here with my child? So I, wait, I, first of all, how, how old are you when you have your son? And it, it wasn't with I, a guy in from your school or in the cult or? No, it was like, it was somebody, like somebody I went to school with. Okay. Okay. Um, and, um. Wait, and how old were you? So I was 17. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry. Senior year in high school. Yeah. So, um, so that happens. And then I'm like, okay, 
you know, why am I still here? Like, what am I doing? What's, you know, this doesn't make any sense anymore. And I started getting pulled. I, I kept getting signals and signs. And I felt like most of I was like talking to me, like, do you want to raise your next, the next generation in here? Like, he was pulling me to like wake up right and you know how we do we ignore the signs we keep trying to keep we keep trying to do it out like "Mm, it's going to get better i'm just gonna find somebody no so um so one day i just got up and i just walked out like i don't even remember what the service was about i don't even know what they were talking about anymore i just got up i said because they take our phones and things at the front door so you can't even have your phone or nothing so i went to the front door and i was like can you give me my stuff i'm i'm leaving and i just grabbed my son and i i, I left and i literally never came back so wow i just walked out the front door now i know some people aren't don't have that luxury but i could feel it in my spirit that it was everything about being there was wrong and i needed to get out see and look and i'm this is what i'm gonna say and i and and i understand circumstances but I'm gonna push back a little bit where you said that everybody, you know, basically can't do it. I believe everybody can. Mm. There's resources out here to get the F Agreed. out. Agreed. Resources, right? And so we just have to be, we just have to dig in deep. And you're so right. Like um, a few weeks back, I had a conversation on this platform about how we ignore our gut feelings and how it gets us in trouble because that is literally your God voice. The God, God is like, baby girl, mm-hmm. he is my son. I get it, but he is not the one I have for you. Let me work on him, but you got to go. This is not, you cannot be with this man. You cannot be in a situation. Your success will be limited. And I see success as also your happiness, your joy, your spirit. It's not even about financial gain, right? Um, But we will get into that because that matters too. So you're 17 at this time when you were like, you picked up your son and you left? That was at 21. You go, Cena. I was 21, yeah. No, that's right. And so how did you, did you have a plan or you literally just got up and left and was like, I'm gonna figure it out? Or did you, like, where did you go? Your mom is in the cold, like what happened? My whole, my whole life was in there. Like my whole life was in there. I just, I didn't have a plan. I just knew it wasn't the right, I knew it wasn't right. I knew it wasn't God. I knew it wasn't like my attached to my salvation. I knew I, knew I wouldn't die or get struck by lightning if I hit the front door. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to go. So I left. And I just and I just like totally took off for a whole year from dating, from trying to find love, from trying to be in relationships. And I was like, who the hell am I? I need to figure out me. And I stopped for a year. And I, I basically dated myself for a year. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't do that. You know, I, I've said this before, like we graduate high school skip and then we skip right on over self love self actualization into yep. now i gotta get married and have kids and yep. that, so i feel like what i do is i'm here to fill in that gap i'm mm. here to help you figure that out because you got to figure that out have before to. you try to be married before you try to be somebody's wife people want to be somebody's wife so bad because of a fairy tale or whatever and you want to wear the white wedding dress it don't make no sense again no judgment is coming from a space of love i was there okay um, okay <laughs> So you're dating yourself. Yeah. What does that mean to you? What are some of the things that you were doing? Looking back on it, I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew that I was, I was tired. I didn't even have the emotional like capacity to date anything. So I just knew I needed to pause. But now knowing what I know now, looking back on it, I was figuring out like, 
my value, my worth. I was I was deprogramming myself from everything that was told to me, all of the bad relationships I were I was in, and I really was preparing myself for like what I wanted next, which was to be yeah. a to be a businesswoman, to be a wife, and to be a mom, like the best mom possible. I, one thing I did say. I said, I love her. And, and I'm gonna say this publicly too. Like I love her and I do, I love my mom with my heart, regardless of everything that has gone on. But I promised myself and my whole family, I said, I will be the best mom y'all have ever seen. I will absolutely yeah. never do what my mom did to me. Yeah. Yeah. And bless her. A bless her is just, Hey, you're allowed to tell your, your life story. Um, so Oh gosh, I just love 21 year old you. I just love you. <laughs> I'm just so dang on proud of do you ever like look back at yourself and you're like, bro, yeah, my sis, look what you yeah. did for you. It was look so bold. It was yeah. so yeah, I do. I, I love it. I love it. Okay, so you're on this healing journey, you're raising your son. So he's if you had him at 17, how old is he at time? 18, 19, 20. He's three, four, yeah. five. He's yeah. growing up, you're raising him. Um, so then you meet this guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, been Okay. This guy. <laughs> yeah. So, well, first of all, let me say this. One of the things that I do love is that you, in your mind, was like, I'm going to be the best mom. I do want to be a wife and I do want to own a business, um, which those are all things that Cena is today. And we're going to talk about her business at the end. But I love that you were not, so, I love that you did not lean into being bitter for the rest of your life. Because mm, yeah, I remember that was one of the things that I said too. After I got out of that relationship, my emotionally abusive relationship in 2017, I really and it was hard. And I asked God, I said, God, don't close my heart. I don't mm. want to be mean. I don't want to be bitter. Yeah. I didn't want to be mean. And so I had to go on that journey of really healing and understanding now my triggers and what now may show up in other relationships that are now triggers to me that I'm going to have to explain to a guy or whatever. Yeah. So I love that you made that choice. Do you know why you did? Like, why didn't you just say, you know what? Because <laughs> it was kidding. a waste. I hate God. I nope. hate, you know what I mean? God, you nope. know, I don't hate you. That was just, we. I don't hate you. I love you. <laughs> um, but why? What was yeah. it in you that was like, I still can show love. I still can have love, receive it and give it. Well, first of all, the fact that I got out of that, got out of the call, I was in a position where I had my whole life in front of me. I was like, one thing I'm not about to do, I'm not turning my back on God. That's dumb. Like, he's the reason I'm out of it. So that protection was on me. My whole, that favor we talk about and that protection, that was like on me. So I knew that. And that was the first thing. I, and a lot of people get out of situations like that and they curse God, like Job, right? Curse God and die. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. He the reason I even made it out. You know what I'm saying? You better so, bring Job to the side. <laughs> <laughs> like, know her Bible. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just try to stay in it, but I just, I know, you know, so that was number one. And yeah. then the next thing was like, I have my whole life in front of me. And if one thing I'm not about to do is waste it on being bitter and blaming people. I'm going to move yeah. forward because I know there's still purpose. I woke up this morning. I'm breathing. Yeah. Obviously, I'm worthy enough of love. And there's somebody out there who's going to cherish me and treat me right and vice versa. So I I just knew that in my that's spirit. Beautiful. And that's where I, and that's where I did. That is beautiful. I hope you're hearing this, sis. Yes, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to you. I hope you heard that. because I don't. Yes. And that's what I say. I say, stop blaming these men about why didn't he and why won't he and what is this da, 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 da. choices yes it is about choices and you need to start asking yourself why you stay why you stay um okay so let's get into your husband so how long yeah. have you guys been married now 
<sighs> we just did eight years. Eight years. Ooh, that was like a whoo, Jesus. <laughs> we, made it, y'all. we made it. Okay. I, I can't believe it, really. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. 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 So you are obviously in Philly going through your healing process. So how did you meet husband? Well, as always, I was with my my girlfriend, right? Me and my homegirl had went to like this, this um, it was like a friend's house or whatever, something, somewhere we were at. And he was just kind of like in the corner on his computer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, who that? You know, like, oh, he's mm, he cute. And <laughs> so I, I was like, okay, all right. So, um, so he, you know, he was like nerdy, shy, but you know, whatever. He didn't really want to talk. So we just kept circling around each other. Like we, we used to hang out at the same, at the same, um, it's this place called Dialogue in Philly. Y'all never been to Dialogue? Y'all need to go check it out. It's really <laughs> nice. They got good hookah. So we was going, we would go to, you know, Dial- and I, and we would kind of circle each other around. And then one day I told my friend, I was like, he playing, just send him a message, like, and let him know that we need to talk on Facebook. And so I jumped in his DM. And I was like, we're going to keep circling. I was like, why are you being scary? Like, you yeah. keep circling around me at the events when we go on. So that was it. After that, we just, he was like, this girl bold. Let me see what right. she's talking about. Find <laughs> out you've always had that fire in you. Like, always. Like, most women, we don't want to approach men. We scared. We did whatever. Um, and so look at you. That's dope. You you better be Ruth. I guess listen, your listen, and, and listen. Go get your blessing and stop waiting for him to come in with a, a Bentley and, and wine and roses. He got he gonna come, but you gotta be ready too. So that's because people be so stuck on <laughs> Christians. Let me just get my on my um my high horse when I talk about Christians, even though mm-hmm. I am. But everybody loves to like they believe too much into the he who finds a wife finds a good thing. That don't mean that he gotta always be looking for you, boo. You can be Ruth. You can be Ruth, okay? And if you don't know that story about Ruth and Boaz, you need to open your Bible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Going to read. Right. Um, okay. So, yes, you were bold yep. and you wanted to talk to him. But did you, were you scared at all? Did you Very. have any reservations? Yeah. So, what was that like in trying to figure out? Because, again, nobody had the conversation with you about what relation, what a healthy relationship is supposed to be like. Yeah. All you've seen is unhealthy. Yeah. So that's got to be hard waters to tread. So what was that like? I always say that me and him, like, we tumbled and we bled and we fought to get a good relationship because neither one of us knew what it yeah. was supposed to look like. And so, you know, after I, like, reached out and he very much wanted to talk to me, he just he just didn't, right, for his yeah. own reason. So once we came together and we started dating i tried to keep it in this bubble i was like i'm afraid of committing to anything that's real serious so we need to keep it here and i wasn't willing to really like expand it or let it become anything but it became serious so when you say here do you mean like building a friendship like what what's here to you i just kept it like i don't want to this can't be something where like we come together and now we're talking about raising a family yeah i wasn't trying to do that i was so because i was so afraid that if I did it, everything, every every example I ever had of marriage and raising a family before that was disastrous. It was toxic and it was harmful to the woman. So I was so afraid that like I wouldn't be able to go after my dreams and I wouldn't be able to have a I wouldn't be able to raise my son right if I allowed a man to come into my world. So I kept trying to keep it in. Mm-hmm. I kept I, ch- I kept trying to keep it out of being serious. And you know what? That makes so much sense because you said that they taught you your job is to serve a man. 
Yeah. So of course, when you're dating this guy as fine as he may be, you like, you know what though? Let me just, we're gonna um we're gonna take it like literally one day at a time. And you know, so you were you like, did the relationship progress very slowly? No. Did he understand that? It didn't? It was fast? It was like a match. It was so because we were like magnets, like it was like everything about me. We fit like a puzzle. It was so yeah. strange because he's very, he's very humble. He's very like, but he's also if y'all can go check him out. Um, look up Kenzie, aka, because he, you know, he's an artist. Oh, that's the other thing. He was a recording artist. So like so many things about him, it just fit perfectly. And okay. it was moving faster than what we even knew what to do with it. Okay. Okay. So okay, because I want to sit here real quick because yes, you were scared, and yes, you had, you know. It, I guess the words trepidation or whatever, which is yeah. totally understandable. So then how, and I know you said you guys tumbled and bled and fought for your relationship, but there had to be something about him then that was totally different from what your mom experienced and you being almost married off at 10, 11 and 12. Yeah. Can you tangibly explain what was so different about him then that you were like, well, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> <sighs> he... Um, he was willing to teach me what love looked like. And he was willing to be patient enough to teach me what love really was. And he knew I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. I, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. And his love wasn't controlling. No. It was yeah. like, I'm here. I'm going to hold this space for you. And, and at the same time, his mom had just passed away not too long ago. His mom... And I know he'll be okay with me saying this. His mom passed away from a domestic violence relationship where the man actually killed her. So we were in that pain. Jesus. And now I'm going to cry. I know. Lord. We were in that pain together. Yeah. And because of that, um, we both were like, we have no idea what healthy relationships look like. But my spirit is like attached to yours. Mm. And this must mean that the love that we want and the relationship we keep trying to find and all of these people that it's not working with, maybe we're supposed to learn that from each other. And build it within each other. I know. Let's take a moment. Like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Mom, man, when you see him, please give him a hug for me. I will. Uh, girl, you're trying to make me cry too. Like I just, this is, Oh, this is what I, do, what I do. We have got Sorry. to stop this cycle. We have got to stop it. I'm going to pause one second so I can wipe my face. Yep, yep. We just... I'm still here. Yep. Yep. Woo! Yeah. 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 That's what that was. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, that is so beautiful. And I love how you said he held space for me. He did. And you, for those listening, and you see when I asked Cena, is that relationship, was he controlling? And how quickly she was able to say no. Are you able to say that about your relationship that you're in now? That revolving door, the always trusting he will change, the always trusting that it will get better, the minimizing yourself, the walking on eggshells. He may not be hitting you, but he could be emotionally abusing you. He could be gaslighting you, and then therefore you're gaslighting yourself, thinking that it will get better. You deserve so much more. Yeah. We have yeah. got to stop this. We have got, is it not that, if that is what relationships are, then I will be single for the rest of my life. But because I know who God is, I know that that's not relationships. 
Mm, I don't want a Cardi B and Offset relationship. I don't. I don't want a trap relationship. I don't. I have the audacity to believe that there is something out there better for me. And even if both of the guy that I find one day, if he never had the love that he deserved, and obviously I never have outside of my parents, then I love how you said we created that and we learned together. Because one of the things that you said that a lot of women cannot say, at least he was trying. Mm. Yeah. That baby was trying and holding space for you. Who that's so beautiful. So... So your, your relationship is progressing and you guys are building this relationship in the back of your mind. So did you already have your business at that time or did you start the business while this relationship was flourishing? How did that go? Once I see the healing process and learning to love with him, it brought it out. I had the business in me the whole time, but I I was so trapped in what I was going through and the control, it was holding everything in. So when he came in my life it was like all right i have this dream and these businesses for y'all to create now let's do it yeah 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 and that's why the topic is um how having the wrong man can limit your success because what you just said he helped it he helped you birth that in you it was already there yeah. and now he's like okay because the love and the space that he is holding for you the peace that he is giving you now you're able to like work on some other things yep. whereas a lot of my clients, my ideal client, unfortunately, she is so busy trying to build him up that her professional, even though she's professionally or she is a professional, she has her career, she is paying her bills on time. She cannot rise on that level in her person, in her professional life because you have this weight. So how you so you like you got this weight and you trying to also be a boss chick. How you can't. What are you bossing if you got a dude dragging you down? What are we bossing? I don't understand. So I'm here to help you adjust that crown. And so that's beautiful that you said that. So what were those conversations like when you're like, babe, I want to start this business? Or did he see, like, how did that happen? Yeah. So it wasn't like this, like, perfect fairy tale. It was like a lot of times where, like, we bumped heads. And I'm saying that to say, like, just to be realistic, we had conversations and the conversations will be, amazing like this is the business i want to start this is what i want to do and then he would be like well this is the this is the record label i want to create and all of that and but when we started trying to execute it it was like again we had no idea what we were doing so we just bumped heads on a lot of stuff we bumped heads on bills that had to be paid but i was trying to invest in this coach and invest in this course and it was crazy but you know the the thing that kept us like going was the support each of us were like an anchor to the other one yeah. And the support, it was like, all right, babe, like you're going to make this investment. You're going, you're going to get this coach. Okay. All right. Well, I'll put in a couple of extra, let's, let's work it together. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, so <laughs> this is why, um, again, so on my platform, especially with my clients, we definitely dive deep with my clients is really explain the difference between healthy, hard versus dysfunctional, toxic versus abusive, because yes, it's going to be hard. Listen, life's, we just we out here flapping in the wind (laughs) so life is already hard but what i hear you saying is that the hard wasn't necessarily coming from within you two supported each other and what you wanted to do but the hard was well how do we do it yeah how do we become successful at it and how do we work together am i hearing you correctly that's exactly what it was yeah 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 Yeah, that's exactly 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And the, the, you know, they always say the one percenters, Oprah will tell you this, Ayana Van Zandt, all the gurus, Deepak Chopra, da, da, da. you are the five people you surround yourself with. So who's in your ear? Mm-hmm. What is that man you're dating telling you? So I'm pretty sure your husband was like, girl, you could do it. You know, you got this. You <laughs> like <laughs> Many times. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm getting ready to quit. He was like, yeah, right, girl. Go get back on the computer. Go finish that sales page. Like yeah. it was the, it was like iron sharpens iron. Yep. Yeah. 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 And um, I've heard a lot of married people that I now talk to a lot who are happily married because there's a difference. Um, just because yes. you're married don't mean you success. Um, they will say your boyfriend when you're dating it, and then when you get married, it should, it should, you should not he should not feel heavy. Mm. So when he is building you up, that feels good, right? Like that feels light to you. He doesn't feel like oh, I'm just like trying to build yep. this man up. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not. And, and see, I think that is the thing I had to relearn. I had to learn the difference between supporting and serving him. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Yep. You can support your boyfriend. Your there's a difference too between boyfriend, but you can support him and his dreams and his goals, what he's trying to accomplish. But when you're doing it at the detriment of yourself, mm-hmm. and when you're doing it in a way where your your service ship to him is depleting who you are as a woman, then it's a problem. Listen, we are we at the poetry spot? <laughs> she said there's a difference between supporting him and then what was the other one? You serving him. And serving. There we go. You're so right. Support yeah. is is the encouragement. It's the holding space for each other. It's the love, it's the words, but it is not. And this is what I tried to do. It is mm. not, well, I can create that in him. Mm. I, can, I can make him become because I'm such this, I'm a good woman and I deserve a good man and it's going to be him. So we're going to figure this out. Nah, boo. That is a self-fulfilling prophecy. You cannot make him anything. You are not God. No, you're not. You are not. As much as we, you know, black girl magic and you got this girl and you go girl and you know, uh, girls are, what is it? Men are from, girls are smarter and men are stupider or something. I don't, whatever. Fine. But you are not anybody's God, but y'all own. <laughs> like, you Mm-mm. know what I mean? Like, so you can't do that. So, no. okay, so, so then when did you get, um, cause I want to now get into your business now. Yeah. Um, again, you, um, for those of you who just tuning in, Sina is, uh, she helps health coaches. So if you're a health coach or want to become one, um, health coaches who scaled fast, onboard, hired, and trained their uh, first community manager. So she is helping you within your business. So Sina has a business to help you as a health coach um, who's probably overwhelmed right now. And we'll get into that. So once you like, when do you feel like you and him finally kind of got into your stride of now you have this business, he's doing his thing. Um, he's supporting you. He's encouraging you. Uh, when do you finally feel like you got into your stride? Are you two years in now, a year in? Where are you at? Yeah. So, oh gosh. So we were probably four years in. We were about four years in. And that's when we kind of hit, like, I basically, I basically quit my nine to five full time. He was like, do this full time. Um, and I, I became full time CEO. That was 2017. Um, and you know, we were, we were doing it. Like he was doing his, he was doing his, um, his retail and he does, he does merch and things like that. So we kind of had hit our stride there. And, um, 
we knew that like the commitment to each other, we had we were very clear this was going to be a forever thing. So because we knew that, we was like, okay, whatever comes up in this relationship, whatever comes up in this marriage, like we're going to do this together. So now let's turn our focus to how do we build this life and build these assets as a team. Beautiful. Wow. That is beautiful. I just I had a friend um ask me, he was like, yo, how would you feel? Because he knows my story and stuff. And he was like, what do you think it would be like if you had a guy who actually supported you? Mm. Cause I, and, and we got into the conversation on how I feel like I would probably, and, and I don't really have, I, I try not to have regrets and God is good and everything's working out for me, but how much further in my career, uh, especially when I was, you know, you know, I'm radio personality. And when I was in Indianapolis on TV and everything. Yeah. And unfortunately I've always had boyfriends that have been anchors. I've never had a boyfriend who was like a balloon. Like he never, had <laughs> all my yeah. always yeah. felt heavy. And he was like, what do you think it would feel like if you had a guy support you do you think you would have been further and I was like absolutely but it is what it is and I said and that is why I will never settle again because I know mm. the detriment it has done to me to be trying to build these dudes up because I've always had my ish together yeah like I went to Howard University like I, I just I've always had my ish together in fact I was as bold as as, as um, you were and, and and I'm gonna give you more of the props because you had a whole cult to leave but I never got a letter that I got into Howard University and I wanted to go so badly that wow. my mother put me on a plane by myself. Well, I was with a group out of Seattle that did like HBCU tours. Yeah. And she was like, you want to go? And I said, yep. Cause I was going to ask them what's good. Wow. <laughs> to Howard University. And I need to know if I got in. Like I was, As you should. I was 18 <laughs> from Seattle, Washington, going all the way to Washington, DC to ask a question. Mm. And I say that to say that is the fight and the and the fire that has always been into me. Because by the way, I did get in. I graduated class of 06. Holla at your girl. Mm. Um, that is the fire and the fight that I always had in me that men took away from me. Mm. slowly 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 and actually i'm going to do you one better and say i allowed them to take it away from me there it is mm -hmm. there it is because i thought i was in this bubble of well that's the goal so i have to get married and have kids so i got to figure out how to work this out and i was sticking with men longer than i should have um and so if that resonates with you listen you and I may, may need to work together as coach and client, obviously me, the coach, you, the client, because that is exactly what your husband did for you. And that mm -hmm. is why, um, on the positive side, not take away from you, but that is why I titled today's episode, how having the wrong man can limit your success. Because if he would have been an anchor, do yeah. you believe that you would be as successful as you are today in your own business? No, I don't think so at all. I, I don't, I, and when I say, I think when I said we were anchors to each other, he kept me grounded. Yeah, and, and, and I, I definitely knew the difference between what yeah. I was anchor and you yeah. saying as anchor, absolutely, yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but but without that, no, I wouldn't have been because first of all, it's like when you have that, when you have something that consistent in your life, it makes you stay focused. Yeah. And when you, when you had, I couldn't imagine being in like some of the relationships I was in when I was like in high school and just who I dated when I was trying to find my way and stuff like that, like, it was so much drama and foolishness and madness. I just, I wouldn't have been able to, to focus on building a company because yeah. that just has so many pieces to it. You can't have somebody pulling out your, pulling your creativity and pulling your spirit away from yeah. you. You can't have yeah. it. 
Yeah. Especially if you're going to be an entrepreneur, because even if you're not like an artist or whatever, we are, we are creatives, Sina. Yeah, we are. I are creatives like this, the brain power, our intellectual property that need, that is needed to run the business. When you are weighed down by all that drama and foolishness and childness and blah, 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 you are not going to, you are going to be unhappy. I don't care if you have the CEO position at whatever you, your unhappiness to me is what success is. So mm -hmm. as you're listening to this, I want you to think about the guy that you're dating. Is he the anchor in the negative way where he is weighing you down and taking from you and never pouring into you? Or is he actually your anchor that reminds you of who you are? And we gonna get these coins, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Together, okay. Together, and we just gonna figure it out. We gonna figure it out. Yes. Without the disrespect and the foolishness and all of that. So, talk about your business. So, you said um, four years in, and now you're um, well. Four years into the relationship, you guys hit your stride. Your business, as being a um, person who coaches health coaches yeah how long have you had that business is that the business that you started with him yes so okay. that so this business really started um around that time right and it transformed like i changed my like we all do i changed my audience a couple times i had to change my product a couple times but it definitely that was the year because 2017 was the first time we hit six figures. We did $123,000 and 56 cents that year. Don't forget the 56 cents. Okay, because it matters. Okay. <laughs> you said we was collecting coins. That is a coin. A okay. coin. <laughs> and so that was the first time we did that. And then, you know, now we're on track. If we keep going the way we're going, we're going to do seven figures in two years. Oh, that's right. And I'm just like, but, you know, the company, I was always in coaching, right? And, and coming from where I come from, my background, like I'm known for helping my helping my clients have the biggest mindset shifts yeah. because I had to shift because of what I had to do to basically come out of my situation. So now um, I work with, like you mentioned, health coaches who their business just it grew way too fast. Like if you grew more than 150 percent over the last 12 months, you and I need to have a conversation because more nine times out of 10, my clients are overwhelmed with one-on-one -on -one calls, they're doing too much, they're trying to launch, they're trying to serve their group coaching programs and it's all them. Yeah. They need to get out of the manager role, they need to figure out how to be less responsible for delivering all of the programs. So I yeah. teach you how to set up your operations, I teach you how to hire a community manager to elite, to, to get at least 80% of the coaching off of your calendar. Yeah, so this is what I hear you saying. So uh, I, obviously I have a business and I know like when you're just starting and it's still just me, um, I, mean, I do have a video editor, shout out to Joe um, <laughs> and my publishers, shout out to Ivan, just cause I'm also, not only am I running my business as a coach, I'm a radio personality, I'm a TV personality, pop yeah. actor, I'm doing so much, but it is just me. And so I know like the flow of your business and the operations that you have in place is important. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is if you're listening and you're a health coach and you are overwhelmed, yes, ma'am. You, you may be hitting your numbers, but you are overwhelmed and burnt, burnt to the tip and hating, starting to hate your business, I guess, because if you're being burnt out sucks, like I've been there. So if you need that help, Cena uh, is the coach for you. Um, and, you know, there there are um, I, I've said this all the time, like, you know, the coaching world is blowing up now and so there are coaches in different lanes so obviously i'm a boundaries coach um and i help you discover your worth as a single woman cena uh is a coach to the health coaches 
Um, and so her information is on the screen. That is her Instagram and her website. Um, is there anything else you want to say to um, your ideal client? Yeah, just um, I know we were talking about boundaries in this episode. I just want you to think about the boundaries that you have in every relationship in your life, mm-hmm. like with your clients and with your personal relationships. And if you are ignoring your boundaries in any capacity, then you need to take action on it. Mm-hmm. Long term, that's not going to work out for you yeah. in regards to growing your business. Something's going to break. So if you feel like you're giving away too much or doing too much, you're overwhelmed, like I said, feel free to reach out to me. Um, and if you need help in the relationship side and you're breaking your boundaries over there, reach out to Rita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously because you know, you've know you had your business for a while and for you to hit six figures and you going for that seven, you know, <laughs> you know the systems and stuff to have in place. Like she a health coach, but I'm like, shoot, I might have to hire Cena here down the <laughs> Um, you know, I haven't hit six figures yet, but I am I, I am claiming that for this year. Um, and I'm a little over halfway there. And if I if I can if You like, got it. You know what I mean? Like you got like, it. And 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 then I'm also like, shoot, I need maybe I need to go out here and start dating and find me a man who actually wants to support me. So I can give the support system. Not of course, not to say that I can't do it as a single woman. Look at Oprah. But she also had a man. She did. Yeah, she I mean. did. <laughs> you know? um, so, okay. Is there anything else you want to say about your business? Um, and then also, is there anything else you want to say about the topic? Um, having the wrong, how having the wrong guy can limit your success. Um, I just want to make sure we didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. No, so, um, I don't think we missed anything. I just real quick about the business. I will yep. share that um, for September, we are going to run an eight week implementation program. So if you don't have the time to commit to like a super long program, but you want to basically bang out and get some operations in place and some client delivery systems in place and you want to hire somebody in eight weeks, we are opening doors for that soon. So reach out to me and just send a DM if you want to be a part of that. Yeah. And I'm just going to say one more time, if you're just tuning in, who is your ideal client? What's your program promise? Sina, who do you coach? Yeah. I coach health coaches whose businesses grew really fast. Yeah. 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 Yep. And they overwhelmed and they need your help. And they overwhelmed. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. So, all right, Sina, I feel like there, I, I just, I know that there are so many other questions that I could have asked you and stuff, but we got basically the, down to the nitty gritty and the gist of it. Um, the man that you choose matters more than you think it does. Mm-hmm. And it's way more than, well, my vagina is WAP when I'm around him. And so that means yep. we must be together. No, it doesn't. Yep. <laughs> we have to take more seriously our relationships because when you do, that means that that is a breeding ground for you to be successful in your life like Sina. Um, if Sina didn't have the husband she has now, she literally says she would not be where she is today. Yes. Six, she does not work for anybody. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. She for, for many years. And I'm 30. And I'm 30. <laughs> she started earlier than me. I'm eight years ahead of Sina. But that's because I was in radio for a while. But <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So we can't be wasting our time at 22 and 25 on these deadbeat relationships. No, please don't. Please they don't. They are trash. Exactly. So if, yeah. So if you um, want to reach out to Cena, here's her information on the screen. And I'll type it in the description as well, especially if you're listening to this on the podcast. Other than that, I think we did it, girl. We did it. Yes. Thank you for having me. 
I know. I'm like, I need to have Cena again. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. And one more disclaimer. I will never tell you I'm an expert in this area. I am just speaking from my lens and what I learned by being in an abusive relationship, by not knowing myself, by not having self-love for myself and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life, girl. So just remember that I'm speaking from my lens. And after 18, 19 years of radio, September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? You will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate. Rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me, (laughs) by rating this podcast as well. Lastly, my intro. Here's a fun fact. It comes from my old morning show. I used to have this morning show on a station here in the Tri-Cities called Power 99.1. And my friend, my co-worker, one of the greats in production land, James Tyler, he had made that for me for my morning show, the Just Me Rika show. And I was like, yo, on my podcast, I need that intro back. (laughs) And he made it for me. So thank you for that intro. Thank you for the production, James Tyler. Uh, Of course, it was inspired by Beyonce. All right, girl, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. And we'll talk on the next episode.